is the Upskies, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the GX WrestleCast. This is episode 62 of my weekly recap show where I go through all of the major shows in the WWE and AEW, give you the recap, let you know what's going on, let you know if there's any really good wrestling you should stop and go watch, and let you know if you should just avoid the show entirely if it's that bad. So... After a very, very big weekend of wrestling, you can go back and check out my review of all three of the big pay-per-views last weekend with All Out, not All Out, you got the the Double or Nothing, there was a Battleground and Night of Champions, so you can go back and listen to the review of all of that. And now it is time for the fallout of all of those big pay-per-views. We'll start off with Monday Night Raw. They were in Albany, New York. Seth Rollins kicking off the show for a big old fireworks celebration. Crowd absolutely loving Seth Rollins. Seth tells us he wants to be our champion. And then AJ Styles makes his way out. AJ congratulates Seth. Says he doesn't deserve anything. He earned it. Oh, that's what's up right there. Now the judgment day arrived. They say they're gonna be thick by the display of sportsmanship. Rhea Ripley warns Seth Judgment Day will take his championship. Seth and AJ laugh hysterically. A pretty nice opening segment, I mean, especially for Seth. I mean, the dude is so deserving of this championship. Crowd loves him, and I mean, it's, it's like he said, it's all deserved. Very good stuff. Thumbs up for him. Adam Pearce makes it official that AJ and Seth will face Judgment Day later on in the show. We move on as a Money in the Bank qualifier match. We got Ricochet versus The Miz. Miz with a springboard crossbody. I don't... Wow, okay. I don't think I've seen the Miz do a springboard in a while or ever. Pretty cool. Ricochet hits an awesome DDT. And then a gorgeous shooting star press pins and qualifies for Money in the Bank. I mean, you gotta have Ricochet in the Money in the Bank, right? Dude's insane. Very solid match. I wish it was a little bit longer, though. It was kind of short. Miz doing the springboard, man. I mean... That was a surprise. That was wild. Not the guy I was expecting to do springboarding in this match. Pretty solid stuff. We move on. It's Trish Stratus. She cuts a heel promo. She has a gnarly bruise on her face from Becky. I mean, she was throwing some bombs in that one. It looks like one of those bombs caught her clean in the face. Then Stratus brings out Zoe Stocks with her half leather vest, half leather jacket combo. I don't... Interesting. Very interesting outfit. Becky comes out, she wants a fight. She finds it, but she gets overwhelmed by Zoe and Trish. Pretty good stuff right here. We got Indusher with Nobody Can Hinder the Gender versus, I, I believe it was Big Body Javi and his friend. I have no idea who the other dude was, but Indusher, purely dominant with a very aggressive beatdown. Gender Mahal just stands there, watches in silence, doesn't have to do anything. Eh, it was fine, just another squash match. We'll see. How many more of these squash matches Indusher are going to have to do before we see them fight someone legitimate? We got Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. They are cutting a promo about finally beating the Bloodline. Crowd loves Sami Zayn. I mean, they even have a little bit of love here for Kevin Owens. I mean, poor Kevin. I mean, he's popular too, but I mean, everyone's so over the moon for Sami Zayn right now. I mean, deservedly so, but you can't forget about Kevin, man. He's the man. So now Imperium, they come out and spoil the party. Kevin Owens, man, he absolutely loses it because no one said Imperium's name. You can't just hit your music without anyone saying your name. Fucking hilarious stuff right here from Kevin. Thumbs up. Now Kaiser goes off. Kevin Owens and Sammy are dying to hear from the silent Giovanni, calling him Baldy. I mean, wow, they're just, jeez, the poor Giovanni's just like, what What the hell are you guys, what the hell's that? And 
fucking hilarious. Thumbs up. Gable with the biggest shoosh ever makes Alpha Academy's presence known. And Jesus, that little fucking moment right here, that was spectacular. I mean, Kevin Owens and Kaiser, they're both like just overly caffeinated, losing their minds so good. Fucking Kevin Owens, man. You the best. You the best. We got a match. It is Imperium with Gunter versus Alpha Academy with Maxine. Valhalla decides she's going to show up. She chases off Maxine. Otis takes a pretty gnarly fall to the ground that looked... I mean, he's a very big man, so he hits the ground very hard. Imperium bomb, and Imperium picks up the W here over Alpha Academy. Uh, Really, really solid tag team match. I mean, Gable was doing most of the heavy lifting out there, doing a lot of the selling, taking a lot of the bumps. He's uh, one hell of a worker, man. And Otis, I mean, obviously a big crowd favorite here. Crowd was loving him when he got in there. I think he did the... What do they call it? Oh, man, the Caterpillar, I think that's what he calls his thing. Pretty funny. And, of course, I mean, Imperium, Kaiser, my boys, good shit. We got Kevin Owens and Sammy, or also, uh, they're on commentary during this. They're pretty damn good on commentary as well. Really solid stuff. We got Damage Control. They're starting problems backstage with Rodriguez and Shotzi. uh, Leading into the four-way match for the Women's Tag Team Championships, which... I mean, should have been on Night of Champions, but they're they're not doing it. So it's Rodriguez and Shotzi versus Ronda and Shayna Baszler versus Chelsea Green, Sonya Deville versus Bailey and Io Sky. Ronda has Raquel in an armbar. Bailey with a lovely elbow drop from the top rope breaks that one up. That was awesome. Shotzi lines up a senton on Ronda. It's a trap though. Ronda locks in the armbar. Shotzi immediately has to tap out. And we got new, well, we're always going to have new, but new women's tag team champions. It is Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler, I think with their second title reign now. So pretty decent. A little bit obvious that they were going to get it here, but I mean, it is what it is. Raquel in this match, she was great. She was definitely the MVP out there. Really, really strong performance from her. Uh, Green and Sonya, they had like one little moment in there. It was pretty good. They they almost won the championships. Uh, hoping, I mean, I would have preferred Chelsea to team up with Carmella, but she's not here. But I, I kind of like that team of Sonya and Chelsea Green. Pretty good. And, of course, damage control getting in there. Not too much, but solid. Solid match overall. Now we got Dolph Ziggler versus my boy. It is JD McDonough. JD hits a superplex, or nope, not a superplex, just a regular, while it's his finishing backplex thing, I don't know. The fight goes on to the outside, but it goes on for too long, they get counted out, and the match is disqualified. Um, I mean, McDonough, he ain't worried about it, Uh, he continues beating up Ziggler on the outside, and I mean, yeah, it shows off the aggressiveness of JD McDonough, I mean... I'm a little bit sad. I I really wanted a banger of a match right here, but it was a solid statement made from JD. He's an absolute animal, and he's just going to keep beating you down. I imagine we're going to get that banger really soon, though. I just want to keep these two going. It'll be good stuff. We got Cody Rhodes. He challenges Brock Lesnar yet again because he ain't satisfied being tied up 1-1. One win for Cody, one win for Brock, so they got to have a tiebreaker, right? Uh, Cody calls Brock Lesnar scared, and he bounces. It was a good promo, good promo. We got Gunther, he tells Matt Riddle he would like him to win Money in the Bank, cash it in on him so that he can crush him. I I like that, that's pretty good. But don't make that a trend. Don't fucking have people winning Money in the Bank and cashing it in on the United States or Intercontinental Championship, man. That's just, that just doesn't make any sense. I'm sorry, it just doesn't. 
We get a quick heel interview from Shayna and Ronda. They don't care about what anybody says about them. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty all right, pretty decent. Sound like Ronda was talking from the heart. I, I think she legitimately does not like the WWE Universe very much and their fans because they boo her. We got another Money in the Bank qualifying match. It is Shinsuke Nakamura versus Bronson Reed. So Shin avoids the tsunami, hits a King Shasa right on the button, man. He caught him clean in the face. Woo! Thank God. That was good. Thumbs up. Bronson smartly rolls out of the ring after taking that to the face, though. Only to roll back in, though, and take another King Shasa to the face. Shinsuke pins and qualifies for money in the bank. Uh, this was a good match, man. I really enjoyed the chemistry of the two. Shinsuke, uh, quick and agile. Bronson, just a meat mountain, but he can move. And, yeah, it was a pretty stiff fight. Seven at that, eh, pretty good. Now we got the main event, Seth Rollins and AJ Styles teaming up against Finn Balor and Damian Priest with the rest of the Judgment Day. Seth and Rhea having a pretty funny interaction on the outside, but Rhea and Dom end up getting kicked out. Pretty funny. Seth saves AJ, blindsiding Damian with a stomp and another stomp because why not? Seth and AJ pick up the W, obviously. Really good match, honestly. Everyone was looking good out there. I mean... It's Seth freaking Rollins. He is riding higher than ever right now, winning that championship. I liked it. Having some good moments out there with uh, Rhea and Seth. I thought that was cute. Seven and a half out of ten. And damn, that's the end of the show. Albany, you were hot tonight. That was a fantastic crowd. Good for you guys. Thumbs up. Kevin Owens, my MVP of the show, man. He's so freaking funny. And I think if he keeps this up, it's only a matter of time before the crowd starts cheering more for for Kevin Owens over Sami Zayn. But I love them both. I just feel a little bad for Kevin because he's like not getting enough love, in my opinion. Pretty good wrestling throughout the show. Money in the Bank. Adding some good members there. You're getting Ricochet. He's going to be flying all over the place. That'll be good. 7 out of 10 for Raw this week. We'll go to NXT 2.0. We're kicking it off with the Weaponized Steel Cage match. Again, which I thought was going to be on the pay-per-view, but it wasn't. It's Gigi Dolan versus JC Jane. JC attacks Gigi before the bell, so she's getting in a little bit of uh, an advantage here. The match begins. They start whooping each other with these, like, leather belts. Those, like, the leather belts that Hulk Hogan wears, brother. You know what I'm saying? Pretty, pretty rough-looking shots right there. They're going at it. Gigi puts a trash can on Jane's head. She starts kicking it, but it just looks terrible. She's not doing any damage. But then Gigi gets slammed onto the can. Looks much better. Looks very painful. So, th- yeah, that's that. That's more like it. Thumbs up. Both women, both women battling on the top rope. Gigi hits a choke slam from the top rope. Didn't see that one coming. I'll give that a thumbs up. And she pins and wins with that. Okay. Oh, wow. Uh, that's more like it, Gigi. And Jane, honestly, I thought they both had their best performances that I've seen. Those two fighting each other really went at it. Uh, lots of weapons being used. The belts, he had chains in there. Gigi had this like cool customized baseball bat, looked really cool. So she's using that thing, pretty good. Um, they're definitely going to be sore tomorrow. They they definitely went in there. It was a great battle. Eight out of ten. Well done. Should have been on the pay per view, man. Now we got Gallus. They're making fun of Tony D getting arrested. And they're like impersonating him in the back. I fucking love a good impersonation. That shit was great. Thumbs up. Now stacks arrive. Oh, hey. Oh, they go. And then they start fucking fighting with each other. They get pulled apart. Man, I thought they were going to be friends maybe. But uh, maybe not. We got Mello and Trick Williams. They're celebrating the big... 
victory uh, on the weekend. Noam Dar and his crew interrupt to brag about their victory on the weekend. So Noam Dar ends up talking his way into a title match tonight against Carmelo. I mean, fuck, well done, Noam Dar. Pretty good shit right here. I'll give him a thumbs up. And now, my boo, my baby, it is Cora Jade. She has a horrific black eye from her fight last week. I don't know. Her eye looks gross, bro. It looks disgusting. And then fucking mean Ivy Nile. She starts teasing poor innocent Cora Jade would never do anything to anybody. Just unbelievable Ivy. So mean. Pretty good stuff. And we got Reggie or Scripps, whoever you, whatever you want. Uh, he still wants to be called Scripps. Thanks to Axiom for taking his mask off. And Axiom is very confused. So... They, these two are going to be friends at some point, right? I would prefer they fight each other, but again, I'm not against the tag team option. I think it could be fun. We'll see. We got Tyler Bate. He prevents Wesley from getting attacked backstage by the Dyad. So they're friends again. They were fighting with each other, but Tyler Bate shows that he is loyal, so they're good again. So they're going to have a tag team match. Wesley and Tyler Bate versus the Dyad. Mustafa Ali shows up in the crowd. Um... Pretty, they're pretty excited for Ali, even though I think this is a weird move. I thought Ali, honestly, was getting some momentum on the top roster. If they're bringing him back down, I mean, I, I don't I don't know why, but uh, we'll see how that goes for him. Uh, he is, he's not doing anything. He's just kind of here, so maybe he's staying, maybe not. Uh, we get a nice stereo corkscrew dives by Wes and Bate at the same time. Really cool. Thumbs up. Tyler Driver, 97 pins and wins. Really solid, fast-paced match. Could have been a bit longer, though. I definitely uh, would have enjoyed this to go a little bit longer. A uh, little one-sided. Not too much work from the Dyad. Uh, all hell breaks loose. Creed's fight with the Dyad. Mustafa comes in to save the good guys. So, Ali, uh, he claims he is a free agent. Is he going to stick with NXT? I mean, yeah, probably. I just don't think it's going to be for very long. Maybe similar to what Apollo Crews did and... Didn't really go well for Apollo, but we'll see what happens with Mustafa Ali. We got Dempsey and Gulak. They are teaching the Chase U students this week. They're focusing in on Rhea losing, you know, just making fun of her. Duke tells Thea she doesn't need to deal with it, but she's determined to get better. So again, man, I really like the character of uh, Thea Hale. We're just uh, we're still kind of waiting for that breakout moment for her, but it's building up really nicely, man. I'm I'm a big old fan of her. We got Tiffany Stratton. She is having a big old celebration for her championship victory on the weekend. She invites the women's locker room to come out. She starts mocking them. She announces a number one contenders battle royale for next week. Ooh, The women are so happy they toss Tiffany out of the ring, showing all the respect to their new champion. Pretty solid segment here. I felt that Tiffany... It kind of came off really scripted, so she's a little bit stiff right there. So not her best performance. Uh, Danny Palmer decides she's going to stay in the ring. She demands that the attacker of Sol Ruka reveals themselves. So that's going back to when Sol Ruka got hit by a car in the parking lot. They're still trying to figure out who did it. The attacker shows herself with a sneak attack on Danny. She reveals herself to be... It's Blair Davenport. Oh my god. That is dope, dude. I haven't seen Blair Davenport in a hot minute. She had one of my highest rated matches of the year, and then she disappeared. So I'm extremely excited to see Davenport back in NXT. Hope she can make a big ol' impact. We got Joe Coffey going up against Stax. Gallus is kicked out of the building for this one, so it's just Joe. 
Coffee takes out Stacks with a discus clothesline for the W here. This was a really just a good fired up performance from Stacks and Joe, man. It was just a quality match. Seven out of ten. Now back to Cora Jade versus Ivy Nile. Cora is faking eye injuries to get the upper hand. I just love that shit. So good. Thumbs up. Ava Rain decides she's going to come down, distracts Ivy. Of course, my boo, my baby. Cora takes advantage of that, hits the DDT, pins, and wins. Fuck yeah, Cora. Back in the win column, baby. That we needed that one. It was a pretty quick, entertaining match. Good selling from Cora, and especially like the use of the injured eye. Very smart. We got the Creeds and Ivy. They are pissed off backstage. They call out the Dyad and Ava. Brawl breaks out. Referees doing the, oh, get out of here. Get out of here. Ah, ah. Now we move on. It is the main event. NXT World Championship match. Carmelo Hayes with Trick Williams defending against Noam Dar with Mensa, Lash Legend, and Jackson. Trick gets kicked out of the match, but not all the other people. Dar with a nice back elbow into a knee bar. I really like that combination. Thumbs up. Mensa distracting. Uh, he gets stopped by Dragon Lee, Frazier, and Mello. They're soaring through the air. Nothing but net, and Mello retains. A uh, really solid match. Good performance there from Dar. Like the chemistry with him and Mello. Not too bad. Much better than the, the rounds thing. I think the rounds would work better with Carmelo and Dar instead of Dragon Lee, but I just I don't really like the rounds thing. It's different, but it just doesn't really work. Uh, Mello is celebrating. He gets attacked by Baron Corbin. Oh, snap, dog. We're just getting a whole bunch of people down here. Honestly, I'm into it. I I think this could be good for Baron. He finally gets to escape the main roster for a little bit. Again, I don't think this is going to be permanent for him, but definitely got to feel good for Baron Corbin to get the hell out of the... Whatever the hell they've been doing to that guy ever since Money in the Bank, man. His career is just plummeted he was a pretty decent higher end mid card guy he was going to get a chance by the look of it and then it just fell off a cliff he's been on a whole just what two years now of basically being a jobber so i like baron corbin i think he's got an awesome move set i mean end of days such a good move i'm pretty excited to see what baron corbin's going to do don't think he's going to be a champion or anything but he's definitely could be a really good opponent for carmelo hayes so that's going to be fun and that was a, that's the end of the show. It was a loaded up NXT this week, man. You got the cage match, world championship match. You got Baron Corbin getting added to the roster. Davenport is back. I mean, fuck yeah, it. was a good-ass fucking show. Cora finally getting a win. I mean, I'm happy. Good job, NXT. Seven and a half out of ten. Okay, we'll change it up. We're going to SmackDown. Have no idea where the hell they were. They were at some fucking university, I think. So, I don't know. So, the big old theme of tonight's show is Roman Reigns' 1,000 days as champion. They got a big old video package to start the show. And, I mean, it's it's extremely impressive uh, for Reigns, for sure. I mean, congratulations are in order. No, it's, not the, it's definitely not my favorite title reign of all time. I think the beginning of it was pretty darn good. Adding Paul Heyman, that was the best thing ever. And then the whole Sami Zayn and everything. Roman himself, I feel like he's been very consistent. I don't think he's ever really wowed me overly with any of the matches but I can't say that any of the matches that he put on were really bad or anything so I think he's been consistent not the best but pretty good I definitely prefer Roman Reigns being the champion over Brock Lesnar's similar reign Uh, Roman without question has been around a lot more though he's not been around as much lately I still think he's been a pretty darn good champion overall 
Now we got Austin Theory. He comes out to brag about his 209-day reign as the United States champion. You know, just 700 and fucking 91 more days to go, bro. You're good. Theory brings out Pretty Deadly. He hypes them up, and they do their pretty deadly thing, you know? Whatever the hell they do. It was pretty good. Decent start to the show. Now we got Pretty Deadly and Austin Theory teaming up to go against the Brawling Brutes. Sheamus in this match absolutely going nuts. He goes on a backbreaker fest, just driving everybody with a backbreaker. Awesome. And then the uh, the whole group of the Brawling Brutes, they all hit a white noise at the same time. Thumbs up for that spot. Really good. Theory, uh, Austin Theory ends up rolling right into a knee to the face from Sheamus. Ouch. And then Pretty Deadly pulling off the old switcheroo. They hit the spilt milk on Ridge. And Theory grabs the pin. The bad guys get the win. Honestly, man, that was a fucking banger of a match. Lots of good spots. Stiff shots. Lots of near falls. And the, the finish was a little bit goofy. Like, Ridge being like, oh, like his reaction to seeing one of the... It was pretty bad, but I don't know. It was like... I don't know, it, it didn't quite hit in like that funny Goofy, it was kind of like bad Goofy, but I still thought the match was great. 8 out of 10. Now we move on, it is AJ Styles' birthday, so the OC is going to have a match against Hit Row. Hit Row with their shitty shenanigans, that shut down by AJ Styles and Mia Yim. OC hit Magic Killer, they pick up the win. Eh, I mean, not really expecting the craziest match right here. AJ's probably just going to go off and enjoy his birthday. It was not that good of a match. We move on is the Waller Effect with special guest, new women's champion, Asuka. So they show off the basically a big old replay of Asuka versus Belair at Night of Champions. EO Sky comes out now. Oh, my eyebrow has raised. EO comes out. She starts talking what I assume is trash talk to Asuka. They're talking in their native tongue, so I can't really understand what they're saying. Now we got everybody's coming out. Bailey, Shotzi, Selena Vega, Lacey Evans. Everyone comes out. They start arguing. Big old fight breaks out. Asuka jumped by Bianca. She tries to get away. And yeah, what a mess. I mean, the Waller effect was lame, but I liked uh, I liked them using it as a platform for a lot of the money in the bank qualifiers, women that are going to be in and around that, that scene. They all come out and have a big brawl with each other. So I thought that was pretty good. And yo, we got to get Asuka versus Io Sky like immediately. That needs to happen. Yes. We got a Money in the Bank qualifier match. It is Selena Vega versus Lacey Evans. So before the match can be- begin, Lacey clocks Selena in the face with a women's right. I mean, woof. Lacey takes advantage of the shaken Selena, but Selena able to fight back, hits a code red, pins, and qualifies for Money in the Bank. What is it with Selena not being allowed to have a a match that's over like five minutes? Another quick match. It was decent. Why can't it be longer? What the hell's going on here? We move on to another Money in the Bank qualifier match. This time it is Montez Ford versus LA Knight. Yeah. Crowd is actually cheering in favor for LA Knight right here. So that's a big deal. It's not that they don't like Montez Ford. It's just that's how awesome LA Knight is, man. Like, He's a bonafide heel, Montez, as baby as baby faces come, and they're still cheering for LA Knight. It's a big deal. Montez goes for a splash, Knight avoids it, LA Knight counters a roll-up with one of his own, grabs the rope, and steals a victory right here from Montez Ford. Hell yeah, LA Knight, baby. This dude, he's over, crowd likes him. I feel like there was a good chance there was an audible called on this one. I felt... 
it was Montez's match to win, like to have Montez Ford and Money in the Bank, very athletic guy. He would be able to produce, I imagine, a handful of really awesome creative spots, but you do already have Ricochet in there. He's honestly, he's better. He's a better high flyer than Montez, though Montez very good himself. I like the idea of LA Knight being in there, man. It's a little bit different. He's definitely going to be the big heel of the match, but he's definitely very, very popular with the crowd. So maybe LA Knight steals a victory at Money in the Bank, fucks around with that for a little bit. Who knows? Could be very interesting. Solid match overall. Now, Triple H welcomes to the ring. It is Roman Reigns to congratulate him on the 1,000 days as champion and and presents to him, finally, a new undisputed universal championship. I don't now. Roman still kept the other two belts, the SmackDown and the original universal championship, but they got this new one here. It's bedazzled. It's it's the same style as the Universal Championship. It's just more gold, more jewels on it. It's an upgrade, but I, I'm still not a fan of the big W on the front. It's it's a little silly, but I'm happy that they finally got a new championship. So I imagine Roman's just going to be walking around with the single championship now, which is fine. I really wanted it to be purple, you know, uh, red and blue mixed together. You got purple, so I thought maybe we'd see a purple championship but I don't know. I was talking to my wife about him. Like, oh, can you really see Roman Reigns rocking purple? Like, I don't know. But the belt fits. It, it, it does its job. It works. And now the Usos. They make their unexpected appearance because nobody knew they were coming. So Roman, still pissed off from Jimmy kicking him in the face at Night of Champions. He demands his brother Jay kick Jimmy in the face right now. Jimmy goes off, tells Roman he's gone too far. He's not acting like family no more. Telling him that he's become a full-on tyrant and he's just lost control of everything. He also tells Solo, he predicts his future, that Roman is going to do the same thing to him. and He's just going to drop him and treat him badly like he's been doing to the Usos. So Solo has to make a decision here. He hesitates, but he chooses the Usos, and they are very, very amped about him choosing them. They're just going absolutely crazy. Roman starts rubbing his eyes a whole bunch of times. He could be emotional. It could be an itchy eye situation. I'm not 100% sure on that one. Jimmy and Roman hug. Oh my god. So it's all settled, right? No. Because Roman says no. Solo attacks Jimmy. Oh no. It 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 was a trick. God Damn, son, Roman is such a dick, man. <laughs> I feel so bad for the Usos, but, I mean, that was a great segment. You fucking pull this in. Uh, again, I still feel like uh, Jimmy and or Jay, the Usos, they were outshining Roman. Roman was decent, but, like, it's the 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 heat behind uh, the Usos right now, like, they're really fired up. I really just love their performances and all throughout all of this. It's a great segment. Thumbs up for that. And that's the end of the show. Uh, honestly, this show had a fuckload of filler in it, man. So many recaps, commercials, and just lots of rehashing. Uh, the opening match was dope, and the ending segment was good stuff, but everything in the middle, it was a little bit of a shit sandwich, so show overall takes a bit of a bit of a dive. We're going to go with a 5 out of 10. Uh, you can check out the opening match and check out the ending with, with Roman, get a look at that new championship belt, but I don't know, everything else in the middle, a little bit weak. So we'll go to Dynamite. They were in San Diego or a whale's vagina. Got some Anchorman fans out there? I don't know. All right, trios match. The Blackpool Combat Club are fighting the Lucha Bros and Bandito. 
Both trios brawl with each other a little bit before the match begins. Bandito with a, I shit you not, it was an over 60 second long, 70 second long delayed suplex. Ridiculous strength, thumbs up for that. Yuda starts elbowing Bandito's head in, gets him into a seatbelt, pins, and the Blackpool Combat Club get the victory. My boys, man, Bandito and the Lucha Bros just going crazy out there. Oh, God, they're so good. And Blackpool, man, doing their thing, beating the shit out of people. Really good chemistry right here. I can watch these two go at it all day long. Seven and a half out of ten. Now, the Elite and Hangman, they're getting interviewed backstage. The Dark Order show up, and they're being super jealous about Adam Page hanging out with his new friends. And, man, this has been going on for so long. The relationship between Hangman and the Dark Order. Like, are you in the Dark Order or not? And it seems whenever Hangman can move on to someone else, they do. And then Dark Order's just like, oh, what the heck? I feel bad for them, especially fucking Johnny Hungy. Come on now. We got Jay White and Juice Robinson. They're getting interviewed by Tony Schiavone. Bullet Club calling out FTR. They're calling out Ricky Stocks. So FTR make their way to the ring. Juice blasts Dax with a punch. Spares some change doing so. For some reason, he's got a bunch of quarters in his hand. I don't know if he... Does that make your punch more powerful if you've got some quarters in your hand? I'm not sure how that works. Anyway, Ricky Starks comes out for the save. A decent little segment here. I really liked Jay White during this the whole time. Uh, he was holding on to Tony Schiavone, basically keeping him hostage. And Tony's just like, come on, man. Like, just let me go. <laughs> it's pretty good shit. So Tony Khan announces uh, something pretty fucking big, a little bit shocking to myself, honestly. Been hearing the rumors about this. I I thought it was definitely a rumors. There's no way this is happening, but I guess it's happening. So at Collision in Chicago... CM Punk will be there. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know if he's hosting. I don't know if he's on commentary. I don't know if he's wrestling. So all we know, Tony Khan says he's going to be there. I um, I am looking up right now. I'm in the process of, of trying to get some tickets for that show. Uh, that would be a fucking loaded up weekend for me because uh, this collision would be taking place the day before F- Forbidden Door. So I'm already going to Forbidden Door uh, I'm just kind of talking with my wife right now. If you, if you, if we want to do a whole weekend of wrestling, do the collision and then go see uh, forbidden door. My thought process is even though CM Punk has basically burned his bridge with me, I really, I don't think I could, I don't want to miss out on seeing him. I've never seen him live and this prop might be my best chance and maybe my only chance before he fucks up and, and, is, and is gone again. So I might, I'm heavily considering going to collision, not because of CM Punk necessarily, but because, you know, I wrestling doesn't come to Canada very often. Usually just in the summertime. This is my only chance. So, I'll see. We'll see how it goes. We move on. It is Trent Beretta versus Big Bill versus Swerve Strickland. So, Trent and Swerve, they team up to do a double superplex on Big Bill. Pretty impressive. Trent hits a wicked pile driver and, like, Swerve, like, pops up from the ground on the impact. That was well done. Thumbs up right there. Swerve hits an apron stomp on Bill. He catches Trent in a crucifix pin and steals the W right here. God damn it, Swerve. Stop putting on pretty good matches. Bill, big Bill out there. He was whooping some ass. Looked really good out there. Trent hitting WWE finishers on everybody. And he did a spear. He got a claymore out there. Is that like, is that a little hint? Is Drew McIntyre going to be in AEW at some point? That would be awesome. And then Swerve, man. I mean, your music still sucks, but pretty good match, man. Good performance. 7 out of 10. 
We got the Acclaim. They are asking for some mic time, but not for a rap. But they want to announce that they are going to get those trio championships for daddy ass because they say this man deserves gold one more time in his career, and I am all for that. So that was awesome. Really good promo, especially from Bowens right here. I don't even know if if um, Max Caster said anything. This was mostly Bowens. Really good, passionate promo. Thumbs up. We got Tony Schiavone, very busy tonight. He must interview Don Callis and Takeshka, uh, and he does not want to do that. So crowd is booing the absolute bejesus out of the human piece of garbage Don Callis as he cuts a massively heel promo against Kenny Omega, going on and on about how he would be a nobody without him. Crowd just booing him. Really good heel promo. Thumbs up. Now we got the Gates of Agony versus Darby Allen and Orange Cassidy. Okay. We got Toa. He hits a pounce on a mid-flight Darby Allen. That was fucking awesome. Well done. Thumbs up. We got a stun dog by Orange. Code red by Darby. Coffin drop by Darby. Pins and the good guys win. I mean, Gates of Agony, man. Really strong performance. I love... These guys work so good together. They're a great tag team. They're both massive, especially... I don't remember... I think it's Khan. He's like just shredded. The dude is massive. They look very, very intimidating. Very good teamwork. Orange and Darby, super resilient. Two of the most resilient guys in a team together. I mean, yeah, I liked it. Seven out of ten. And then the Mogul Embassy. They try to be tough, but they run like chickens when Sting shows up. So, yeah, that's cool. And then Hook, he, he's about to say something in the ring, but he gets cut off right as words are about to come out of his mouth by Jose Vance Andralistico. Jungle Boy comes out to help out Hook with that problem. All right, interesting. Now it is the TBS Championship match. Chris Stat- Statlander, she's defending against Nyla Rose. Chris Statlander, she kips, she kips up. Really nice kip up, but she goes right into a lariat from Rose. So, whoops. Chris gets Nyla up for a spin-out powerbomb. That was very impressive. Thumbs up right there. She hits a 450 splash, and Statlander retains the championship. Solid match. I mean, Chris looking really good, man. She's been off for a long time. I don't see any ring rust. She was flying out there. Really good stuff. We move on to the main event. It is a mixed tag team match. You got Britt Baker and Adam Cole, baby, versus Chris Jericho and Soraya. Chris with the sneaky trip on Britt Baker. Then a few times, Chris would just come in to yell in her face like, oh my god, Chris, I love you, man. God damn it. Thumbs up. Jericho tries to shield Soraya from the splash from Britt. That goes poorly. Britt just splashes both of them. That was a great spot. Thumbs up. Britt saves Cole from the walls of Jericho, putting the lockjaw onto Chris. Cole lowers the boom on Jericho, pins, and wins. A very entertaining match right here, especially Chris Jericho. Fucking screaming and yelling at Britt Baker, getting into it with Britt Baker throughout the match, and then, of course, at the end, throwing a big old fucking hissy fit like a little baby. Oh, my God, Chris Jericho. What a guy. Really enjoyed Britt and Jericho going at it. Like I said, that was really, really like that. And good performance from everybody. 7 out of 10. And that is the end of Dynamite. Really good Dynamite. Again, I am honest to God shocked as hell that CM Punk is coming back. But if they're going to give him his own show, for like if they're going to just let him have co- Collision and maybe keep him away from all the people that he doesn't get along with, maybe bring in a new championship just for CM Punk, and, and then they can... 
have the show in Chicago, do a quick little tour over to Canada, stop into New Jersey for some reason, and then just fucking set up home base in Chicago. Just week after week, Chicago fans, bring out CM Punk every week. It'll, there you go. Done. Just print money. So I thought the show was really good overall. Lots of good wrestling. And uh, fuck, man, I, I really, on. I just can't get over the fact that CM Punk is actually coming back. All the damage that he did in his short stint there, all the all the feathers that got rustled, uh, the kind of the biggest kind of shit show that AEW has had to deal with was all kind of because of CM Punk coming in and, and being CM Punk. You know, it's not really anything new. He's always been kind of hard to get along with for the most part and very opinionated, so we'll see if it works, man, we'll just, I I don't know, man, but it's wrestling, they really just can't say no to people, seven and a half out of ten for Dynamite, and let's finish off with Rampage, they're still in San Diego, they're still in the whale's vagina, and they're starting off, this is a fucking loaded Rampage, you got we're kicking it off with a triple A mega championship match. It is Dralistico versus the champion Vikingo versus Commander. Vikingo hits a absolutely silly springboard moonsault to the outside. Oh, just just a sign of things to come. The champion ain't done yet. He does the inward flipping her a Karana. And then this really wild modified springboard Phoenix Splash. I mean... <laughs> This dude is bananas. I mean, thumbs up is uh, an understatement. And then Commander, he's not wanting to be outdone. He does the running slash walking of the ropes with the big springboard to the outside. Oh my god. Thumbs up again. The champion then hits an outrageous 630 splash to the outside, putting Commander through a table. Just a gnarly spot right there. Beautifully done. Thumbs up again. Drillistico tries to take advantage of the champion, catches him in a roll-up pin, and the champion Vikingo retains his championship. And wow, I mean, what a great way to start this show. I need to start watching AAA, man, because I love Lucha, I love Lucha Wrestling. This stuff is right up my alley. I mean, Rey Mysterio and the Cruiserweights back in the early 2000s is what kind of got me into wrestling big time. And wow, this, this was great. Lots of highlights. I mean, so many highlights. It's just so many great high-flying spots. I mean, this was awesome. 8 out of 10. We move on. It is Mark Briscoe. He calls out Jeff Jarrett and Karen Jarrett. But who's going to be Briscoe's partner, you ask? Aubrey Edwards, goddammit. So Karen blasted Aubrey at the pay-per-view on the weekend with a guitar to the head. So Aubrey ain't forgetting. She's going to get her hands on Karen. I believe it's going to be next week. And that is awesome, dude. I, I really like this. Aubrey... It's so rare that you, like, get popular being a wrestler, but Aubrey is awesome. We got a New Japan Pro Wrestling Television Championship match. We got Zack Sabre Jr., what's up, baby, defending against Action Andretti. So, Zack Sabre Jr., one of the more well-known guys that is wrestling over in New Japan. I'm a big old fan of him. I think he's awesome. One of the best technical wrestlers in the business right now. Let's see how he does. So, Zack... As always, he is wrestling circles around action, showing off the fantastic technical abilities, reversals, he's locking in submissions all over the place, eventually he locks in a submission that action just has to tap out of, and he retains his championship. It was a solid match, I don't know if action was necessarily the best guy to put up against him, it's not that he's bad at technical wrestling, it's that action is all about the action, right? He likes to do a lot of high-flying moves, so... I don't know if the chemistry was quite there, but, you know, two really talented guys. I just, 
Not sure if there was a spark there for me. A strong enough spark anyway. Solid match though. We now have a New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong Women's Championship. So I guess this is a new championship that they just brought into New Japan. And the first champion being Willow Nightingale. She will be defending tonight against Emi Sakura. Ooh. So Sakura with the nasty crossbody squishing Willow into the steel barricade on the outside. That was just gnarly. Willow hits a pounce and a super destructive cannonball in the corner. Like, oh my god, that just looks so good. Thumbs up for all that. The champion hits a awesome sit-out powerbomb. Like, man, that thing is crisp. She pins and retains her championship. Uh, strong first defense for Willow Nightingale. I mean, she has been... I really wasn't a fan of her at the beginning, and she's grown on me, even though she's still kind of that generic happy girl. But underneath, she can kick your ass, and she's really good. And, of course, I mean, Sakura, she took it to the champion. Lots of stiff shots. But, like I said, man, Willow, she can throw them too. 7.5 out of 10. Really good match. We move on. It is the main event now. It is the Ring of Honor Pure Championship. Shibata defending against Lee Moriarty. So this is obviously going to be under pure rules. So you have three rope breaks, yada yada. Shibata kicks Moriarty's head off, pins, and retains the Ring of Honor Pure Championship. Now, it didn't go down as fast as that. There's just There wasn't a whole lot of highlights. Again, this was a very technical match. Uh, lots of counters, lots of submissions, rest holds. It wasn't the longest match, and it wasn't the most exciting match, but technically extremely sound, solid stuff. And that is the end of the show. I mean, you, what can you say, man? Four title matches from three different promotions. It's quite impressive for under an hour of television. I mean, you got to give them props on that one. That opening match with the AAA guys, like I said, man, I might have to start watching AAA a little bit more on the regularity because that that stuff is just mm, so good. Really good rampage this week. Seven and a half out of the... So we'll move on now to the three stars of the week. This one is going to be a little bit beefy because this is including all of the pay-per-views on the weekend and then all the regular shows throughout the week. So some matches aren't going to get shouted out here because I, I wanted to keep it kind of fair. So three shout-outs with, along with the three stars. So three shout-outs I want to do. We got Tiffany Stratton versus Valkyria at Battleground. That was a pleasantly surprisingly good great match. I mean, I wasn't expecting, A, I wasn't expecting those two to be in the finals. B, I wasn't expecting Valkyria, or I think that's her name, yeah, Valkyria to put on that great of a performance, but both of them, I would say that was the best matches that I've seen them in, and they did it together. I thought it was a very, very strong match. Uh, next shout out, I want to give a shout out to the Blackjack Battle Royale. I believe that was the opening match for um was that double or nothing and I thought it was a fun one there was a lot of funny storylines going on there and the ending was really good I especially love that it's so Orange Cassidy the ending with the little just nonchalant kick of the fingers and that's how he eliminates and wins the match I thought that was really good really good job with the battle royales over there right now I enjoy that stuff and my final shout-out, I want to give it to Gigi Dolan and Jane in their weaponized steel cage match on NXT. I feel like they kind of got, you know, screwed over a little bit without with uh, that match not being on the pay-per-view. But they get a fairly big spotlight for that match on NXT. I believe, again, that was the opening match. And it was good. Another match, which I feel was their strongest match that I've seen them both wrestle. Especially together. 
because I was really amped up for their rivalry here. Best friends becoming enemies. Those are usually quite good. And I just, it hasn't been there in the ring, but this steel cage match, oh yeah, that's where it was at. They're using lots of weapons. They're really aggressive with each other. It was really good. I liked it. Now, for the official three stars of this week, this is a big week, everybody. So we got some pretty big matches right here. So third star of the week is going to Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles, Knight of Champions. That was the finals for the tournament for the World Heavyweight Championship. And, I mean, you got two of the most just reliable, fantastic wrestlers. Both of these guys could put on a respectable match with a chair. So them both going at it didn't let me down it was a great match back and forth finishers getting stolen and the right man won no offense to AJ Styles but I think without question the body of work that Seth Rollins has put down over the last fucking two three years the guy deserves everything that he's getting right now so third star second star goes to the four pillars match at double or nothing Darby Allen Jungle Boy MJF Sammy Guevara, I mean, oh my goodness, they went all out on that one with, for, uh, my opinion is, they stole the show, they really did pull out all the stops with that match, so many good spots, my, I think my favorite one, the one that sticks with me the most is when each one of them, because they all had their, um, what do you call them, their, their mentors, and you got Jungle Boy hitting the unprettier of Christian and, and MJF, friends with Cody Rhodes, he hits the crossroads, I love that. Darby Allen hitting the, the the sting move and stuff. Oh, it was so good. Maybe a little bit too much offense, but I don't know, man. I was all in on that one. It was a lot of fun. MJF being a goofball throughout and the little bit of a, I don't know, there was just a little bit of everything there. Like a little bit of comedy, a little bit of drama, well, quite a bit of drama actually. But yeah, man, I mean, these dudes are without question the future of that company. It looks very bright for them. I don't know what the future is going to be with this storyline with the four pillars. I hope they can keep it going because it's definitely bringing out the best. I mean, Darby is really good on the mic, great on in the ring, of course, but um, then you got Jungle Boy, very, very good in the ring. Mike skills are really coming along, I mean, considering where he started and where he is now, there's been a very, very big improvement there, and then Sammy Guevara starting to mature a little bit more every, you know, every little bit of while, he's starting to get a little bit more mature, very, very strong in the ring, and promos for the most part, pretty good I'm not a big fan of his little signs that he does with the writing on it Uh, it made a lot more sense when they were doing that in the picture and picture break that's that was yeah that worked but anyway really excited with those four pillars man those guys oh my god absolutely bananas and my first star of the week and my first ever than at a than match first star is going to die jack and Ilya Druganoff Last man standing at Battleground NXT. Wow, this thing was spectacular. Over the last few weeks, these two have been torturing each other to see who's the who's the craziest sick fuck. And oh man, I've been waiting and waiting for these two to finally go at it. And it was even better than I could have expected. And I already had a high bar for these guys. I think Dijak is fantastic. Druganov, one of the best. And wow, this match delivered on just about, I would say, every single metric. Hard-hitting, large, just massive spots, incredible selling. Oh my god, there was blood, even though they tried to hide it. I mean, Druganov just torpedoing himself into a table, busting his face open, and they just keep going. It was a long match with non-stop pace. I mean, this thing from beginning to end was 
fucking redlining. G -g 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 it was wow. I I was blown away, man. This is my highest recommendation. Just go out of your way, watch this match. You won't be disappointed. It was a banger absolute bangage and without question my first star of the week and that is it everybody thank you so much for listening it's a big old week for me on the for this uh podcast it's uh i was a little bit behind i really got blindsided by the triple pay-per-view weekend i i didn't see that one coming so i kind of got blindsided there and been trying to play a little bit of catch-up so bear with me as uh, we kind of settle down the schedule but everything's coming out still this week just might be a little bit different dates so this coming out on a sunday uh we're still i'm still gonna have the gamer cast i believe it's gonna come out on on monday i might move it to tuesday just so i don't oversaturate you guys with with fucking 100 million podcasts or anything but it's going to be 10 games that made me rage uh, it was a really fun one, actually, to go back and and remember some of those uh, times that I got really, really angry with video games. It doesn't happen too often, especially these days. I just don't play games that make me angry. But it was a fun episode. I enjoyed going through that. So that'll be the next GX Gamer Cast. You can go back and listen to the GX Hockey Cast, which came out on Saturday, right before the Stanley Cup Finals went under the underway. It started last night, and it's on, baby. So, oh boy. So you can go back. Listen to all the crazy shit that's going on in the NHL right now. Lots of hirings, firings, and oh yeah, it's 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 the NHL, baby. So there's always shit going on over there. And we got this WrestleCast, GamerCast, going to be tomorrow. Everything for the next week, we should be back on schedule. Hockey Wednesday, GamerCast Monday, and then WrestleCast should be back to Saturday. So thank you everybody so much for listening. I hope you're enjoying your weekend so far. And uh, be good, be safe out there. Make sure you're listening and sharing and reviewing podcasts and all that stuff. Help help the little guy out over here. If you want to help me out even more, you can go check out the YouTube channel, GamerGX Videos, where I'm playing through Resident Evil 8 Village. And uh, if you want to see a 30-year-old man get scared on the regular, be my guest. Go over there. Let me know what you think about all that stuff. Have yourselves a lovely weekend, and we'll be back again soon with more GX Plus Cast.